What's up, sinners? Welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast, coming to you live from the capital city of the Bible Belt and the home of the evil empire, lovely Lynchburg, Virginia. Hope you're all doing well. Hope everyone is staying uh, healthy and safe and enjoying their long weekend. I'm recording this the day before Labor Day, putting this out the same day, enjoying my long three-day weekend. I hope you are as well. I hope everybody gets to take a little time to decompress, take a deep breath, and just do something stress-free for the weekend. That was the goal for my weekend. My girlfriend and I discussed it and talked about, you know, this might be one of these weekends where we just do absolutely nothing and enjoy it. So we're working on that. But I hope everybody got some time off, some time to just sit back and relax, do what you want to do. Uh, Friday night, went to a high school football game, had a ton of fun doing that. It was beautiful weather, beautiful scenery. Uh, just had a great time. Uh, yesterday, uh, relaxed, kicked back yesterday afternoon, watched some college football, got to see my Georgia Bulldogs play. Uh, that was exciting and fun. Today, I might go out and run a few errands, but uh, I don't think I'm going to do anything too terribly out of the norm. And um, this week, particularly, and then especially this weekend, I've, I've been thinking about the word normal, a word that I've never really taken as a compliment. If anyone ever tried to refer to me as normal, which to be honest with you, I haven't really had that happen very often, but the word normal just seems boring and bland to me. Um, normal is another word for boring, for you don't have a lot going on. There's nothing there's nothing particularly um, that stands out about you that makes you unique or an individual. So I'm not really a big fan of the word normal. But over the last uh, few years since the pandemic and since uh, a lot of things have been going on in our world, the word normal is kind of thrown out there as an attention grabber. You know, we heard the phrase, the new normal, many times over the last couple of years. And you know, the doomsday club out there, the uh, un unfuckable hate nerds that have told us that the end of the world is coming and that God has sent um, Donald Trump as his Messiah. All of those people have, have tried to scare you into believing that the world will never get back to what some people would recognize as being normal. And I looked around this weekend and this week, and I'm seeing a lot of normal you know, went to a football game, no masks, no social distancing, just hanging out, having a good time. Uh, watched a football game yesterday. There was probably 100,000 people there, no masks. Everybody's all on top of each other, smiling, screaming, having a great time. And um, and this even stood out to me yesterday. Uh, my girlfriend and I went out yesterday, and she's had a little bit of the sniffles. And she actually sneezed in public. How about that shit? She sneezed in public and they didn't lead her away in handcuffs either. How about that? Imagine that. Nobody even looked. Nobody said anything. Nobody gasped. It was um, quite a normal event where my girlfriend happened to sneeze in public and the world did not come to an end. So take that, doom preppers. I feel like we've gotten back to normal. <laughs> And people want to throw the term around new normal. They always said that it would just be the new normal. We'd never get back to the good old days. 
All right. A little side note for you, a little behind the scenes for you. I just had to stop recording that last comment there because I sneezed. So there, fitting, huh? So uh, back to where we were, the new normal, what is normal, is normal boring, all those good things. And I've always considered myself someone who thinks outside the box, tries to look at things from all angles, and tries to look at things from a different viewpoint than your average bear. So what is normal? And what are the good old days? I'm a history nut. I've watched probably every historical documentary that you can think of. If I'm uh, going through YouTube or I'm, uh, I'm scanning through Netflix to see what I want to watch, anytime something pops up about history, I usually give it a shot. If I like it, usually watch the whole thing. If it gets a little weird and I go to something else. But I, I'm a huge fan of history. I love history. I think everyone should know their history. As a matter of fact, I think everyone should know everyone's history. I think it should all be out there to be learned. But the one thing about history is that I'm not really in any kind of big hurry to repeat any of it. Like, I'm fascinated by history and things that happened in our country 200 years ago. But I'm really not interested in going back to that. I'm not interested in rolling back the times and going back to what we did in the past. Now, we can go down a real deep rabbit hole where we can get on the discussion of slavery and religion's part in that. But I'm really not going to because the sins of the past are just that. They're the sins of the past. And I think blaming someone who's alive now for something that happened 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 400 years ago is really unfair. And I don't really think that should happen because, you know, there's a lot of things that our country did or actually every country in the history of the world did that we would not agree with now. They would all be canceled. We would find ways to shut them all down and, and so on and so forth. And that's, you know, that cancel culture thing sort of lends itself to uh, not being aware of your history. Because, you know, the first thing that people want to do when they cancel something is they no longer want to talk about it. They want to completely shut it down. They want to end the conversation. And uh, that doesn't benefit anyone. Shutting down the conversation, shutting everyone up or canceling everyone doesn't really benefit anything or anyone. It's uh, so kind of a coward's way out of things. It's I disagree with you, so I'm now going to make it to where you're not allowed to speak anymore. So I don't have to worry about hearing from you again. I think that's kind of a bullshit way to handle, well, most anything. It's a bullshit way to handle conversations in your household. If you have a disagreement with your spouse, what are you going to do? Just tell them to shut up and don't ever talk about this again? No, it doesn't work that way, does it? Common sense would uh, lead you to believe that the only way we can learn from our past is to know about our past, to dig into it and figure out why were things that way when they were. Um. You know, you can go into the link between religion and just about every other belief that our founding fathers had. All of our um, ancestors who came to this land to start anew, uh, most of them came here because of some religious reason. They, they felt like they were being persecuted in their homeland. They wanted to come somewhere where it was new and they had the freedom to start their own thing. A lot of religions started when uh, the Europeans came to this land and took it over. And uh, God told them to kill all the Indians because the Indians didn't agree with him. So there was that. But the past is the past, and I'm not interested in reliving it. My favorite music out there is 
from the 1980s. You know, everyone always keeps and loves the music that they're first turned on to and the, and the music that first makes them happy and first makes them a music fan. And I'm no different. The music that I fell in love with as a preteen is still the music that I love today. Do I want to go back to 1984? I do not. Why wouldn't I want to go back to 1984? It seemed like a much better time. It seemed like our country was peaceful and prosperous and things were good. And Reagan was in the White House and we didn't have things yet like terrorist attacks and AIDS and um, all the other horrendous things that have come come along in our society since 1984. And, and that's a good argument. That's a good argument. Why wouldn't we want to go back to 1984? It was, it was a much easier time. It was a safer time. At least we felt like it was a safer time. And why would we want to go back to 1984? Why do we think 1984 was so much better than today? One reason, social media. There was none in 1984. You didn't walk around with a camera in your pocket all the time to take pictures of all the shit that offended you. You didn't walk around with a recording device um, seeking out Karens to uh, get them riled up so you can make a video of them and uh, post it on your on your whatever feed and become viral and make a lot of money from ads because you piss some woman off. And anyway, that's where the difference is. That's where history is different than today. Uh, our current history goes back only to 2016, right? That's where everybody stopped thinking and started getting emotional. You know, Trump got elected, came in, changed a lot of things, changed mindset, changed um, people's ability to use rational thought and logic and just threw the rules out the fucking window. So if anybody would want to go back and live in the past, I would think it would be the people who don't agree with the MAGA nation and Donald Trump. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like the MAGAs, that's what they want. They want to go back to 1984. They want to go back to when Reagan was in the White House. And he was a secret racist, unlike the public racist that we have out there now. Um, you know, Reagan didn't give a fuck about fighting the AIDS uh, crisis because he didn't like black people and he didn't like gay people. And those were the people who were dying the most of AIDS in the 1980s. So he didn't give a fuck about it. He was a he was just a quiet homophobe. He was a quiet racist. Where now all of the racists and the homophobes are really fucking loud and they're everywhere. And I can't seem to get away from them. And I don't understand why people who feel all of those hatreds think that it was safe to be an asshole and to hate everyone. It was a lot safer back in the eighties. It's not safer now, right? That's their, that's their big, that's their big complaint, right? The complaint is not that they're being held accountable for their actions and their beliefs. Their argument is they wanted to go back to a time when it was safer to be in the closet about it, right? You could be homophobic and you could be racist, but you usually kept your mouth shut. You kept it to yourself. Well, now they come out all these years later and you see people on the news carrying torches talking about how the Jews will not replace us. And they think it's safe to come out of hiding. They think it's safe to uh, 
come out and be seen because their fearless leader, Donald Trump, was in control for a while. And then they can't understand why, why they're getting all this backlash. Why people are, are angry with them. Why people are upset with their actions. They felt this way for years. They just recently made it public because they felt it was safe to. So that makes me wonder, have we really gotten back to a sense of normalcy? Have we really, or is this the new norm, the new norm of hatred, the new norm of I'm going to be as angry and pissed off and as illogical as possible. I'm going to scream it from the mountaintops because my leader seems to think that it's okay. Now, in my current state of affairs in life, I don't interact with people who ride around with Donald Trump bumper stickers or uh, they have their uh, white power flags flying on the back of their vehicles. And yes, that does happen here in Lynchburg. Um, I don't interact with those people, so I don't understand exactly where they're coming from. I don't understand that why now all of a sudden they feel like it's their duty. Like they, it's like they're only proving their self-worth by proving how much they hate stuff. So maybe the good old days were the good old days for that reason. Maybe I look back fondly at my childhood and my years growing up and getting into music and getting into sports and, learning about life. Maybe, maybe there's a reason why I go back to that. Maybe there's a reason why sometimes I get on YouTube and I'll go back and watch TV commercials from the seventies and eighties. Maybe, maybe it's because it makes me feel, I don't know, safer in my own skin again, because it wasn't always like this. So when the doomsday people say, Oh, well, this is the new normal. You're just going to have to get used to it. What exactly are they talking about? Are they talking about the pandemic? Because that seems to be past us now. That seems to be, um, we don't wear masks anymore and we're not social distancing. Is that what they're talking about? Is that what they're talking about? The new normal, the pandemic, the health and safety of civilians? Or is the new normal that they're discussing the ability to rage and hate against people for no reason, raging and hating against people that you've never met and don't know anything about. Is that the new normal that they're telling us to get used to? Because if it is, I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of that new normal. I don't want to be in a country where people feel comfortable hating everything and everyone around them for whatever reason, whether it's religion or politics, or maybe you feel like you're not getting treated fairly at work or whatever it is, whatever your, your grievance is, whatever your gripe is, is that the new normal now? We're just going to, we don't like the, the situation. So we're just going to blow it up and blow it to smithereens. That's what we're going to do. If that's the new normal, then yeah, I'm not all for that. Now, the other side of all this, <clears throat> excuse me, is, um, and this is something that bothers me quite a bit as a history buff, is the fact that 
they don't teach history anymore. I work with a handful of people that are all 19 to 22 years old. A couple of them are fresh out of college. And they don't think the world existed before they were born. They have no interest in it. They have no interest in learning about anything that happened before now. And they, they don't really care that our country came a long way. And they don't really notice that it's going backwards. Again, like I said, and I'm fascinated with history from 200 years ago, but I don't want to go back to what we were 200 years ago. That does not interest me at all. Well, if you're one of those 20, 22, 24-year-olds that don't know anything about the history of the world or our country before you were born, you don't realize we're going backwards. You have no idea. You think that we're just floating through time with no history, nothing to learn from, nothing to try to avoid repeating. You just coast on and whatever happens, happens. And I see things happening now that I feel like, yeah, okay, we've, we've been through this before. I see, I've, I've seen how this plays out. And I seem to be the only one. And that's kind of my fear for the new normal. Is the new normal now going to be dictated by the people who have no desire to even know about history? To even attempt to learn from it. That's one thing about history that's always fascinated me was that you know, the human experience has this vast history of people who did things for survival reasons. They did things because, hey, I've got to figure out how to stay alive. And hopefully I won't kill myself or blow myself up or destroy everything around me. So I've got to learn things and pass those things on along to the next generation and so on and so forth. So we don't go backwards to the days where we're cavemen and we decide that maybe we're just going to aggravate the bear and maybe the bear will eat us. No, we had, we had to pass along information to keep from that shit from happening all over again. And that's not happening. We're not passing along information to learn from anything. Anybody out there who is my age, I'm 50, and you've been going through this MAGA hell, this whole Trump experience the same way I have, all you have to do is go back to Richard Nixon. That's all you have to do. A narcissistic egomaniac that wanted to control the narrative, wanted to only have his voice heard and shut down everybody else's voice and cancel it. Yeah, we've been through this before. It's called history. It should be called learning from our mistakes. But that doesn't seem to be what people are interested in. What people are seem to be interested in now is, hey, the rule book's been thrown out the window. Those days of common decency and being nice to each other and being respectful to each other, we don't have to do that shit anymore. Our leader has told us it's okay to be an asshole. It's okay to be a bigot. It's okay to be a homophobe and a racist. It's okay to be all those things. And it's okay to say it out loud because he says it out loud. 
Now, I'm not trying to make this entire podcast episode about Donald Trump. It's about history. And it's about what is normal and the new normal. But he's wrapped up in all that shit. You can't have a conversation about what is the new normal without mentioning that. Now, the new normal for healthcare is you're probably going to have a lot of people that five years ago when they got out of high school, they probably would have gone into nursing or to med school. And now they're not going to because it's been a disaster for the last three years with COVID and the pandemic and how we handled it. I don't think we handled it very well. I think because when it started in March of 2020, we had complete buffoonery in charge of our nation. Why would you want to go to nursing school now? Why would you want to go to med school now? We've seen how bad it can be. We've seen that a lot of these people who worked in these industries worked nonstop with very little protection and very little advocacy from anyone other than themselves. So history, what are we going to learn from? You know, the Spanish flu. What did they tell people in uh, 1918 to do about the Spanish flu? They told everybody to wear a mask and wash their hands. Yeah, and that's what they did because they didn't want to die. hundred years later, we refused to do it, or some of us did. Some of us said, no, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not going to wash my hands. I'm not going to change my ways because my moron, Cheeto-looking leader says I don't have to. That's not learning from history. That's the complete opposite of learning from history. So moving forward, for me, the new normal needs to be paying attention, uh, knowing the history, knowing the past, knowing how these, these instances can arise and these troubles can show themselves and knowing that, hey, you know what? We've been through this before. And in the past, we came through it stronger than ever. We really did. You know, we fought wars in this country that we came through and prospered. Uh, World War II ended in 1945. And from 1945 until, well, I don't know, a few years ago, we were a very prosperous nation. We did well for ourselves. We made things better. We made things better. You know, with science and health advances and medical advances and um, adventures in medicine and vaccines and so on and so forth, we come a long way since the end of World War II. We eradicated polio. We eradicated smallpox. But nobody seems to remember that. Nobody seems to remember that when they came out with the polio vaccine, that millions of people lined up to take it because they didn't want to die or they didn't want to be crippled or mis or disfigured from, from polio. People lined up to take the smallpox vaccine because they didn't want to die from smallpox. They didn't want to carry it on to someone they loved or cared about and them to die from it. But we didn't learn from that, apparently. We didn't learn from our history. We didn't learn from the advancements that we've made. So when you talk about 
people who want to go back, they want to go back to the Reagan area. They want to go back to the eighties. Well, you're also talking about going back to a time when people didn't complain about being vaccinated. They didn't even think about it. It was just something you did to protect yourself. So if we're going to go back in time, then let's go full on back in time. Let's don't go back and just pick and choose the shit that was convenient for, for, for ourselves. Let's go back to a time when we have to take it all back. Okay. Let's go back to a time where before DNA testing, where you could be charged with a crime. And if somebody didn't like you was willing to testify against you and tell a lie, you could go to prison forever without any DNA proof, without any evidence to overturn the argument against you. Let's go back in time to that, right? Let's go back in time to where they painted everything with fucking lead paint. My stepdad lost all of his teeth, had full dentures before he was 30 years old because he grew up in a house with lead paint. Let's go back to that. Let's go back in time where America was for the Americans. Let's go back to all that shit. No, let's don't. We've learned from that bullshit. So these racist, bigoted motherfuckers that want to go back in time and they want to go back to segregation and they want to go back to all the bullshit that they believe in because it is bullshit. If you pay attention, we've learned that they're full of shit. I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to have to go back and take the bad with the good. Would I love to go back to a time where we didn't have to think about terrorists flying planes into our buildings? Or we didn't have to think about, you know, somebody walking into our schools every day and shooting up the place? Would I love to go back to, a, to that? Sure, I would love to go back to a peaceful, safer time. But I don't want to go back to a time where, you know, the expectation of a of a child was, eh, you might make it to 15 if polio or smallpox don't get you. Right? Do we really, really want to go back in time? Think about it. You know, a lot of the Trumpers, a lot of the MAGA nation are upset and pissed off because they feel like they're forgotten that they've been left behind. Well, you've been left behind because you refuse to move forward. You've been left behind because you refuse not to live in the fucking past. If you would learn from your mistakes, learn from our country's mistakes, or just fucking learn, period, then you might realize that we've come a long way. And you might realize that your bullshit and your Cheeto-looking leader only wants you to go backwards because he's too stupid to figure out the present. He's too stupid to figure out that, you know, things are pretty fucking good. We've come a long way. Maybe I should tell people that shit. Maybe I should tell people that things are good. We should be happy. We should want things to be better. Instead of making it all right to go back to the past and, dig up all those old bones. Part of having a positive outlook and a positive view towards the future is knowing how to keep 
from reliving the past. And you can only keep from reliving history and reliving the past by knowing it, by knowing history and knowing what happened in the past. If you don't have anything to learn from of what not to do, then you're doomed to repeat that shit. You're doomed to make the same mistakes all over again. I don't want to make the same mistakes all over again in my life. I was an alcoholic for many years. I don't want to go back to that. I was in a horrible marriage for many years because I thought that that's what I was supposed to do as a good American. I'm not doing that again. I don't want to go back to that. As an individual, I've had a lot of mistakes that I've had to learn from. There's not many mistakes out there that a person can make. I mean, I've never killed anybody, but I have driven drunk many times. So I guess I was just fortunate. But I like to think as a human in this human experience, moving forward to make my life better. The only way I can do that is not make the same mistakes over and over again. I grew up in the deep South, the deep Bible belt. I was born in the seventies. Not long after uh, the busing issue and Civil Rights Act was signed. Just a few years, as a matter of fact. So I grew up in the deep south. There was still some resentment. There was still some hatred going on. I probably could have used that as an excuse for my whole life just to fucking hate people. Just to be bitter. I was born at the perfect time in the perfect setting to be front row of the MAGA march. That that could have been me. That could have been me that said, you know, I love God and I love my country. And if you don't like it, I'm going to fucking kill you. I could have been that guy. Easily could have been that guy. But I chose to learn shit. I choose to be interested in history. So I don't fuck that shit up all over again. That's my choice. You don't have to do it. Nobody does. That's the great thing about our country. But we can't let ourselves be run by the people who just live to hate. They wake up every morning. They they put two feet on the floor. They walk out their door looking for somebody to go hate. We can't live like that. We have to learn from our history. We have to make the new normal better than the old normal. Because the old normal, maybe we weren't being realistic. You know, I know as a kid, one of the big fears that we always had growing up was Russia was going to drop a bomb on us. We were going to have nuclear war. That was the only fear that I remember growing up dealing with as a kid. Never had a fear about somebody shooting up my school, even though every truck in my high school parking lot had a gun rack and a gun in it. Uh, Never had that fear. Never had a fear of an angry person from another country um, causing a terrorist attack on behalf of what they thought was their God. Never had to worry about that shit. Not once. But I also didn't realize that I should have been concerned, that I should have been paying attention. I go out everywhere now. I'm always looking around. My head's always on a swivel. 
And I and I used to do it because I was a people watcher. I used to do it because I just fascinated by people and how they act in public and so on and so forth. Now I do it for safety. Now I'm like, okay, that dude looks crazy. He's wearing a fucking Trump hat and a trench coat. I might need to be scared. Yeah. So the only way to make the new normal better than the old normal is to learn from our mistakes. That's it. That's all. So that's what I've been thinking about this long Labor Day weekend. That's what I've been thinking about quite a bit here lately, as a matter of fact, because I hear people talking and I hear the the younger folk that I work with talking. They have no idea that they don't know anything. I guess when I was 18 or 19, I probably didn't have any idea that I didn't know anything either. They don't know anything. And what scares me is that they don't seem to want to know anything. I remember growing up being excited when mom's new encyclopedia showed up because I was going to be able to read about shit that I'd never heard of. I don't think, I don't think the modern generation, the younger generation feels that way. I think they just want to play with their TikTok and um, hang out with their uh, friends going to protests and shit. Yeah, let's, let's go out to dinner and then maybe go to a protest. Let's go do that. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. Thank you for listening. Hope you liked it. If this was your first time listening to the good old podcast, thank you very much. Appreciate you checking it out. Please leave a review. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend, a family member, an enemy, a coworker, whatever, whoever you want to tell it to. That's a big compliment to me if you tell somebody about the podcast and they check it out. Thank you for that. If you are a repeat listener, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy life and schedule to listen to me rant and try to be irreverent and funny and sometimes stupid. Yes, I am a guy. I do have those moments. So. Thank you for listening. If you would like to send me a comment, an email, a suggestion on an episode, something you'd like to hear me talk about, I would love to hear that. I would love to hear some ideas for future episodes that you would like to hear. So if you'd like to reach out, please do. The email address is the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation, just the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Now get out there, enjoy your Labor Day, and please, please do some sinning.